It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. morning happy friday to you welcome into the program hope uh, your day is starting off well and uh, it is the last day of the work week well at least for me maybe well i always say that but then i end up doing stuff on the weekends maybe for you you work a different schedule but we can kind of look at friday as just kind of an end of the week when it comes to you know just dumping everything out of your brain so even if even if it's not the end of your work week, let's call it the end of your your brain week. Uh, but there's it's been quite a week too. So one of the things that I'm looking forward to this weekend is I'm going to try. I, I I don't know all the ins and outs of it. I don't know exactly how it works, but the NBA All Star Weekend apparently has some. VR components where you can use your MetaQuest virtual reality device and get some AR views of All-Star Game weekend activities. So I'm going to try and do that. Uh, I've, I have a VR headset that I've had since Thanksgiving. Haven't used it in a little while because of everything I've been going through physically. It's not really conducive to playing video games that require you to move around. And But I haven't really done a lot of, you know, I've played these games, but I haven't really done a lot of other things. Utilize it for other applications. So I'm looking forward to, to checking that out if I, if I get the chance. And I also want to see, I guess they're going to have this glass LED court during the skills competition. So you're going to get to see what the future of NBA courts might may be if they go with this as a full-time thing. And if you watch NBA games, you've noticed that they've started incorporating more uh, computer-generated graphics onto the courts rather than putting the decals down. So when I was covering the NBA, I spent 10 years covering the NBA. And when I was doing that, that's when I really first started this adding of extra decals. You know, obviously during the finals, they always did that. But like during that time is when they named it the Red Auerbach Court. And they added that decal in and they did a few other special highlighted events. But that involves somebody coming and putting something on the floor and then having to come and peel it up later. Now they do it all digitally. So they can change it not only from game to game, but they could change it from quarter to quarter, from play to play if they wanted to. 
I don't know. I find that kind of stuff to be a little bit distracting during the game. But I, I also know that the NBA is very careful not to hurt the integrity of the game while putting in these advertising options. So we'll see how all of that shakes out. But I'm, I'm kind of interested in seeing it just as a basketball fan and as someone who spent so much time around the NBA game and seeing how... And it was so much fun when I first started covering the team because they weren't that good. When I first started covering the Celtics, it was December of 2001. It was, if I remember correctly, it was right after Rick Pitino had quit. If I'm got my timeline lined up right and Jim O'Brien had taken over as head coach. The Celtics weren't expected to do anything. They ended up making the playoffs. They ended up making the Eastern Conference Finals. There was that memorable game that at the time was the biggest comeback in NBA playoff history against the Nets. If I remember right, that was Memorial Day. I had just purchased the truck. First car that I ever got that I was making car payments on. I had just bought it. It was a stick shift. I hadn't driven a stick in a couple of years. And the first drive I make with it is to Boston being stuck in bumper to bumper traffic. And then I have to park on the roof of a building near the garden. And I have to go up this big, steep, like ramp. And I'm, you know, shifting all the gears and everything. It was, it was uh, stressful, but a lot of fun. And in those days, I had a courtside seat because that's where they put the media. It was just a chance to get to experience pro sports. And then I started covering the Patriots as well. And it turned out to be, you know, the the core of my job for a number of years. But it was certainly a different game at that time. Well, a different presentation of the game, I should say, at that time. Game really hasn't changed all that much, but it was a different presentation of the game. So this is just the next step, the next evolution in making that league profitable while also continuing to have what will hopefully be some fun basketball this weekend. I used to circle the All-Star break every week. I mean, every year on my calendar to make sure that I was in front of the TV to watch that, or at least I recorded it so I could see the dunk competition. That, I don't even know if they still do it. Because every year you hear they're not going to do it, and then they do it, and then they change it. and But that was really all I cared about from the skills portion. I like the celebrity game idea. But a lot of it is just extraneous stuff that doesn't really appeal to me. You know what also doesn't really appeal to me? The all-star game itself. I just never really get too into that game. I'll watch it, but I just don't get too into it. Even if they put something on the line for it. 508-996-0500. That's the number to call in this morning. Well, actually, anytime. 
You can also use app chat and open line voicemails on the WBSM app. Yesterday, we had a really interesting conversation toward the end of the program about some of the jobs that folks used to have that there just aren't that many of anymore. It started with a call from Shawneen who was talking about needing to get a watch battery replaced and how it's starting to cost an exorbitant amount of money to have that done. And that led to folks calling in with not only suggestions about that, but also we started talking about tailors, piano tuners, cobblers. These jobs that just don't seem to exist anymore. That people don't utilize their services. And I was speaking about how it's because we live in a disposable society where if something breaks, we don't fix it, we replace it. And part of that is the way that things are manufactured. The way that things are manufactured now, they're not really made to be fixed. Secondly, it's the cost of manufacturing, uh, the cost of uh, replacing things that are manufactured or repairing rather, that makes it prohibitive Prohibitive to repair. So if you go out and buy a, a, an LED TV for $500 and then some of the LED lights go out, it's going to cost you so much money to bring that to a TV repair person that would replace those LED lights that it's not worth it. It's, it's You'd rather just go out and buy a new TV. Because let me tell you, if one or two LED lights go out on your screen, others are probably going to go out eventually too. So you're going to go spend $200 to fix a couple of LED lights to save a $500 TV and then four months later, two more lights go out. So it's just smarter to replace the TV and start over again. And that's, that's the way that they want you to do it. Because the TV manufacturer is not really making any money off you going and getting your TV repaired. They're making money off you by you coming out and buying another television. I know people who don't even get cars fixed if it's a major repair. They'll just trade the car in and get something else. Now, I used to do that when I was a kid. I would, if I had a car that needed more than $200 worth of work, I would just get a different car. But that's because I was paying $200 for a car out of somebody's driveway. Those days are over. I used to just hop in the car with my dad or with a friend and we would drive up Route 28 through West Wareham into South Middleborough and usually before I even got to like Middleborough Center, you know, the, the main part of Middleborough. Usually by the time I got to that point, I found a car. And it wasn't like I was overly picky. I mean, I preferred when it was a K car, a Chrysler Reliant, a, a Plymouth Reliant rather. A, what was the Chrysler K car? Why am I blanking? Dodge Aries. 
But if it was like, you know, one of those cars, I was happy because I knew not only was I going to get a car for 200 bucks, but that most of the stuff that would go wrong on it that I could fix would be cheap. You just, you buy the car for 200 bucks, throw a plate on it, drive it home, go to the registry, make it all legal. And then the first place you go is AutoZone and you get the Chilton Guide. And then you're good to go. That was my strategy all the time. But that's, again, because I was finding the replacement products for the cheap. You can't, you can't do that as much anymore. So if you have jewelry, say, you know, that's another thing that has become disposable to a lot of people. I was talking about this the other day at the store. I was in JCPenney and I just was chatting with the person that works in the jewelry section about the warranties. Do, do a lot of people take the warranties on the jewelry anymore? And she said, you know, on the higher end stuff they do, but for, you know, something that costs 50 to 100 bucks, they usually decline it because if it breaks, they'll just come back and buy another one. Even though paying for that replacement plan, that, that service plan, they'll just replace it for you if it's under that plan. But people are just like, nah, nah, I'll save the 10 bucks or whatever it is and take the chance. And then inevitably something happens, it breaks, and then that sits in a drawer and they go out and buy another one. There's a lot of things like that where it's uh, furniture. Rather than take furniture to be repaired. You could have a chair that you love. A spring pops in it. A leg breaks off on it. Whatever it may be. People aren't bringing that to somebody to fix it. They're going out and buying a new one and taking the old one, throwing it out in front of their house and expecting the trash to pick it up, but they don't make the right arrangements and it just sits there. That's the nature of society today. And so that has led to, and I don't know if that nature of society has come about from a decline in people offering the services. I would guess it would be the other way around. People stopped offering the services because people stopped bringing products to them to be repaired. I mean, a cobbler was a great example because when was the last time that you wanted to have a pair of shoes repaired? First of all, we don't even blink about paying 70 to 100 bucks for a pair of shoes these days. I know some people think that's crazy. But if you want a pair of good quality shoes, 70 to 100 bucks is not an un, unreasonable price. If those shoes break in some way and they are repairable, are you going to go pay 50, 60 bucks to get them repaired? No, you're just going to go buy another pair of 70 to 100 dollar shoes. 
And I think that that's just the way things have moved forward. And the old way of doing things, of, of saving them and repairing them, just doesn't work anymore. Now, if you can DIY it, sure, more power to you. And the people who have those skills are always the ones that can go out to thrift stores or flea markets or whatever and find those damaged goods and repair them and turn them over for profit. But the rest of us are just tossing stuff in the trash, creating more trash, and just replacing what we lost. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Morning, Tim. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Hey, you know, I just want to um, have, I got something to say about these uh, uh, these plans that you got to take. They ask you to take when you purchase something, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I go to um, uh, Harbor Freight, for example, right? Um, I, I go there and I'll, and I'll buy, uh, I, and this is, this is uh, first, firsthand, this has happened to me on, on several occasions. You, you buy, a, for example, I buy a generator and, and they said, do you want to take the protection plan? I'm like, well, I don't know. You know, it's like five, you know, like, like 50 bucks, say 50 bucks for three years, uh, two years. And, um, I'm like, oh, I don't know. Well, the, the, the clerk at the counter says, listen, take the plan for two years Set a reminder on your phone. Come back just before it's about to expire. We're going to give you a new one. Just tell me it doesn't work. We'll give you a new one. I said, really? He goes, yeah. I said, all right, I'll try it. Lo and behold, I did exactly what he said. I walked in there with the generator I bought. I just told the clerk, a different clerk, obviously, told the clerk guy, listen, this thing just doesn't run like it used to. It doesn't start easy. I have a hard time starting it. Well, I mean, there was nothing wrong with it, but it was two years old. Okay, oh, it looks like you have, they look me up on the system. looks like you have the protection plan. Yep, here's a new one. Just like that, walked out the (laughs) door. And not only that, would you like to take the protection plan on this? (laughs) (laughs) Just extend it, yeah. (laughs) It's it's incredible. You know, I mean, they're, you, you know, when they tell you to take it, to bring it back, because we're going to give you a new one, whether it's broke or not. I mean, that's a little bit, uh, I'm not sure that's the right way to do business, but, uh, but uh, you know, <laughs> but I want, you know, I, you know, mama didn't raise a fool, if you know what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. No, take it, take advantage of what they're, they're giving you there. And, and again, you know, it was the, the clerk told you about it. So it wasn't like they're not aware of it. Um, I had that happen yeah. to me with a, with a TV that I bought where, um, it was actually right before the warranty was about to expire. I had a legitimate problem with it. It wouldn't power up anymore. And so I went to the place where I bought it and they were like, well, it's probably just a matter of you need to replace the power cord, which is an easy $10 fix. But again, you're on the warranty. Would you rather just replace the television? And so I said, I don't know, I guess so. And so rather than just sell me a $10 cord, they set it up. Now, I, I wasn't able to just take one out of the store. They had to ship it. But I ended up getting a, a new television. Yeah, sometimes sometimes it is worth, you know, taking those plans. Uh, I, I do I do now on, on most most occasions I will take a plan, you know, uh, because most of the plans are, they are replacement plans. 
And it all depends on the type of store, you know. But uh, see, to me, it depends you know, on the I mean, product. Like I said, you, you've got to look at you got to look at who you're dealing with and, and stuff like that. But uh, and the type of product that you're dealing with too, you know. Yeah, because uh, you know, what did I buy recently? I bought empty pieces. I bought an electric blanket, you know, like a heated blanket. It was twenty five bucks. And when I went through, they were like, "Do you want to add the replacement plan for four dollars?" I'm like, "No." Because if it dies on me, I'm not going to go through the process of trying to replace it. I'm just going to come grab another one off the shelf for $25. Yeah, it'll still keep you warm anyways. You know, it's just, it's just won't heat up. Right, exactly. It's still a blanket. It still works. Yeah. All, right. All right, Tim. Have a good morning. You as well. And uh, But, yeah, that is the thing. They try to sell you that warranty program for pretty much everything now. And, you know, you go to Walmart and buy something and you go and do the self-checkout. It's asking you with the self-checkout, do you want to do the replacement plan? No, I don't think I need the replacement plan for everything. It's probably more trouble than it's worth to try to go through the process. But I don't know. For some people, they just add it on because it gives them peace of mind. I can take a break here. We'll be back in a few moments. And welcome back in. We'll take more of your phone calls, 508-996-0500. We're just going to go into the newsroom with Phil so I can take your calls after that. You can also send in open line voicemails on the WBSM app. You can also send in app chat messages on the WBSM app. If you haven't downloaded it already, just get it from wherever you get your apps from. It's, uh, it's that easy. It's free. That's brought to you by our friends at South Coast Towing. And speaking of phones, that's one thing you should always get the replacement plan for. You know, I, I know it's terrible when I open up my bill every month and I see that $18 insurance that I'm paying for the phone. But trust me, it's worth it when something goes wrong, which it inevitably does. And they can just hand you over a new phone to replace it. That to me... That one is worth it for sure. Anyway, we can talk more about that coming up, and now it's time to go into the newsroom with Phil. Now, the biggest stories on the South Coast from the WBSM Newsroom. This is WBSM News. A verdict in former President Donald Trump's civil fraud trial is expected today. The New York judge overseeing the case has already found Trump did engage in fraud and must now decide what penalties he and his company should pay. State Attorney General Letitia James seeking $370 million and a ban on Trump and other defendants doing business in New York. Fulton County, Georgia DA Fonnie Willis will be back in court today. This comes as the court determines if she should be tossed from the former president's Georgia election case because of alleged misconduct surrounding her and Trump prosecutor Nathan Wade. Wade says they split the cost of trips to Aruba, Napa, Belize, and a cruise, and Willis paid in cash, but he couldn't produce deposit receipts. Willis has called all the accusations about her lies and stressed yesterday that she is, quote, not on trial. President Biden will travel to East Palestine, Ohio later today, more than a year after a train derailment spilled toxic chemicals into the community. The White House says Biden will meet with residents affected by the train derailment and assess recovery efforts. Prosecutors say a man charged with beheading his father and calling for overthrowing the government might have also been planning to attack federal buildings. The suspect was arrested last month in Pennsylvania after appearing to post a video online speaking against the government while holding his father's severed head. Now the Bucks County District Attorney's Office says he had instructions on how to make explosives along with pictures of 
several federal facilities. He's been hit with additional charges of terrorism, possession of an instrument of crime, robbery, and other offenses. The FDA has recalled nearly 60 products containing contaminated dairy. A national outbreak of listeria has been linked to cheese, yogurt, and sour cream made by Rizo Lopez Foods and sold under over a dozen brand names. The recall has also been extended to salad kits, taco kits, and other products sold nationwide, including at Walmart, Costco, Whole Foods, and Trader Joe's. Scientists have uncovered more water in space. Trey Thomas with more. Thanks to a retired NASA mission, scientists found water on the surface of two asteroids. The Southwest Research Institute says this is the first known finding of water molecules on an asteroid surface. Scientists say discoveries like these can help uncover information on how Earth got its water and potentially show researchers where to look for life in space. I'm Trey Thomas. A former New Bedford man is being held without bail in the shooting of a city detective. 18-year-old Denzel Gomes was arrested after a Portugal to Boston flight earlier this week. He entered a not guilty plea Thursday. And a Fall River man has been arrested after failing to show up for the start of his child abuse trial. 48-year-old Scott Fontaine will now be held until the new start date. March 13th. Time now for WBSM Sports brought to you by Sparks Auto in Dartmouth. The Boston Bruins lost to the Seattle Kraken last night 4-1. They host the Los Angeles Kings on Saturday. And look out for Celtics Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. They were picked for the All-Star Game Sunday night in Indiana. Let's check your forecast now with ABC6. Gusty winds on this Friday morning with temperatures in the mid to low 30s. These gusty winds will continue this afternoon under mostly sunny skies and temperatures in the upper 30s. Overnight tonight, clouds will increase. Temperatures will dip into the 20s. And then for tomorrow, we have a chance of snow accumulation less than half an inch. Temperatures topping out in the mid-30s. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Ceci del Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station 1420 WBSM. I'm Phil Devitt for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station WBSM and get all of our content and breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. As we stroll along together In 508-996-0500. Say, today is the premiere of a new limited series, docu-series on Apple TV+. Plus. Which, if you don't have Apple TV+, Plus, a lot of people, this is the streaming service that they, they haven't tried yet. Um, they have a lot of great content on there. But it's, it's not like Netflix... Or even Hulu, where they're constantly putting up a bunch of content. It's very selective. And it's basically just Apple TV created things. You don't really get a lot of 
uh, other options on there. But some of the series that they've had are really good. Of course, Ted Lasso was great. Um, uh, so many of the show. Severance. So I mean, I've watched many of them and I've, I've enjoyed them. But they also have pretty good documentaries on there. And they have a series called The Dynasty that examines the New England Patriots dynasty. And they get people from the organization to talk at a deeper level about things than they've ever talked about publicly before. So you've got everybody, Robert Kraft, Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, Randy Moss, Teddy Bruschi, Rob Gronkowski, reporters who have been covering the team, all kinds of people discussing at a very intimate level the things that went on behind the scenes in Foxborough over the years. Now, I don't know how in-depth they're going to get, but from some of the folks that I've seen who have previewed it, they say it, it, it does get into a lot of stuff that you haven't heard about before that, you know, you've heard about in the media, but you haven't heard the Patriots themselves address, you know, deeper into things like the Aaron Hernandez situation. Like Brady leaving. Deeper into Spygate and Deflategate and things like that. So it premieres today on Apple TV+. Plus. They're going to be releasing episodes each week. I did get an email yesterday from the folks who are involved in the promotion and the PR for this series. And we're working to try to secure the director to come on the show and talk a little bit about the process of getting this docuseries made. But I'll be, I'll be watching it. I have Apple TV Plus, so I'm going to check it out. Now, I think, I don't know if they do this for everything, but if you don't have Apple TV Plus... They give you the first episode free for a lot of the programs that they have. So you can go and open it up and watch, say, the first episode of Ted Lasso. I don't know if they still do that with everything, but they were doing it with things for a long time where you could watch it and then you could decide if you wanted to sign up. And if you don't want to download another streaming service, if you have an Xfinity cable box, one of the uh, the digital box for accessing on-demand and DVR and all of that, when you go into the app section, Apple TV Plus is one of the apps that they have on there. You can utilize that to watch the first episode free and see if it's something that you want to pay for. And I, th I think it's five bucks a month for Apple TV+. Plus. It might have gone up a little bit. But it was very affordable when I first signed on for it. Now it's included with my T-Mobile service. And I, like I said, it's, it's not... If I'm looking for something to watch, it's not one that I open up and scroll through and see if there's anything in there that I want to check out. It's usually more like a day like today where there's something that I know that's coming out that I want to see. I'll open up Netflix or Hulu, even Paramount Plus, and mindlessly scroll through them looking for something to watch. But Apple TV is more like I'm determined 
to watch something there. The first show that really got me hooked into Apple TV Plus was Servant. Which was really, really good when it started. And then it just kind of went bonkers. But it was bonkers in a fun way after that. So check it out. If you watch it, let me know what you think. Like I said, I'll probably watch it over the weekend. They might send me some screeners today to be able to see some more episodes. And uh, and then we'll we'll work on getting the director on. Because I'm really interested in finding out how you got the Patriots to open up about these things. And if there were things that were talked about that they said, but don't put that in the documentary, you know, because as we know, the Patriots under Bill Belichick were extremely secretive. That's another thing. I'm really interested in seeing how Gerard Mayo runs the show over there. He's putting a lot of former Patriots on the staff. I think I saw that uh, Dante Hightower was hired as the linebackers coach. He brought in uh, Taquan Underwood. So there's a lot of former players who are going to be on his staff that I'm wondering, I think Troy Brown's sticking around. So are they, are they still going to be doing things, quote unquote, the Patriot way? Or will they be a little bit more open and forthcoming than Belichick was? I think, that, I think there's a possibility it's a combination of both. That a lot of the way that Belichick ran the show works and so they'll stick with that and it, some of that might have come down from Kraft maybe we'll find out more about that in this docuseries might be the way that Kraft wants to run things but I also think you know Gerard Mayo is a much more affable guy with the media and I think you're going to get more out of him you're not going to get these one word answer press conferences with a dour look on his face. And nothing against Bill. You know, his his way worked for a long time. I have a lot of respect for him as a person. And I I think that he's, you know, just got his way of doing things and Gerard May will have his way of doing things. I was never somebody that was complaining, you know, a member of the media that complained about how Bill Belichick was intentionally making my job harder. I didn't, I didn't have any problem doing my job for the 20 years I covered the team. I could still write an article, still write a column, no problem. Would it have been better if I got more from him? Sure. But it was fine. They probably got more column inches out of complaining about the fact they get nothing out of Bill Belichick than they ever would have gotten out of Bill Belichick. So 508-996-0500. Going to take a break here and be back in a few moments. I can wait another day Until I call you You've only got my heart on a string And everything a flutter but another lonely night Might take forever We've only got each other to blame It's all the same to me, love Cause I know what I feel
that's that's actually my favorite Paul McCartney song. I I love that song. Uh, so a really weird thing happened yesterday. Now we all like to complain about the folks who drive down the road after a snowstorm and don't clear off their car and all the snow and ice comes flying off their car and flies into ours and we shake our fists and say, what a jerk. And you know what? I had that same exact situation just the other day. You know, I'm out there clearing all... On Wednesday, I cleared out all the little bits of ice that was built up underneath my windshield wipers and on the bumper of my car and around the windows and the doors and, you know, all those little chunks that if I'm driving down the highway will fly out and hit another car. I cleared all of that out before I left the parking lot here because I don't want to be that jerk that causes somebody to have their windshield get cracked. And then I'm driving down 240 over here to get on the highway and I'm behind multiple cars that still have snow piled up on their roof coming off the back in big chunks. You know, first of all, let me just say, don't buy an SUV if you're not going to clear the top of the SUV off. That's, that's where most of this ends up coming from. These SUVs that they don't clear the top off and that stuff flies off and hits the, the cars behind it. But then what happens when it's not the car in front of you that's causing your windshield to crack, but the very road you're driving over? This was a really strange thing because yesterday, not one, but two cars were damaged by ice falling off a Cape Cod bridge. And I don't mean two cars were hit by ice falling off the same bridge. No, two separate cars damaged in two separate incidents on two separate bridges. One car was hit on the Bourne Bridge by falling ice. Another car was hit by falling ice on the Sagamore Bridge. Now, how many years have those bridges been standing? 90 years? You don't hear about this happening a lot. I'm sure that it's happened, but to have each bridge both have an incident on the same day. I mean, I guess it makes sense. If it's melting off one bridge, it's going to melt off the other bridge. But still, what a what a scary thing to have to think about is now when you're driving down that bridge, is there going to be a big chunk of ice that falls down and hits your car? And I've driven over those bridges lots of times. I lived on the Cape for a couple of years. Never was that thought in my head going over it that, oh, something might fall off the top of this and hit my car. Now that's something else to worry about. I already get nervous enough driving over those bridges, not because I think they're going to fall apart or anything. I get nervous about the cars that are so close together. There's barely any room to maneuver. And if somebody just looks down at their phone for a second and edges out over into your lane because they weren't paying attention, that can cause a disaster. But now you got to worry about falling ice. So if you're planning on going over the Bourne or Sagamore bridges today, be careful. Beware the falling ice. 
508-996-0500. Going to take one final break in the hour. We'll be right back.